Well, have a soup, It's just mate, rude, bro. It's my house, mate. Whatever, why, why are you part... Why? What I don't about get when why you, you do it. on my couch? What about when you leave rubbish when you come to my house? I pick what up my rubbish every stuff? time, cunt. All right. Listen. Time Listen, cunt. you toxic cunt. Stop trying to manipulate and gaslight me. All right? Yeah, I fucking went there. Are you serious? You're a little fucking gaslighter. Take responsibility for what you did, and you fucking no. selfishly parked one car across two spots. So we back in the club with our bodies rocking from side to side, side, side to side. Hello, I'm Will. I'm Pat. What are you fiddling with? My bracelet. I'm trying to take it off. Okay. Just, what? I just put it on. Yeah, I know, but I don't, I've got too much jewelry on. Okay, come over here. I'm not one of those. What the fuck? You've got a necklace, a ring, and a bracelet. Get over here. I'll get rid of it. Why are you so blinged up? Are you going on a date? <sighs> Jesus, it's tight. I've never said that before. Nice. <sighs> no, I'm keeping it, no, mate. No, because I want to fiddle with it. No, you're not fiddling while we're talking. All right. You fiddle with your cock every week. No, I don't. Hello, do. everybody. I'm back. Every day. Hope you didn't miss me too much. And uh, yeah, welcome <laughs> to another episode of You Wouldn't. Now, I've got a massive bone to pick with you. Oh, Huge. But before we do, else. Will, yeah. we had a really nice message from a listener. Yeah. This episode is uh, dedicated... Is that the right word? Yeah, dedicated to okay. our girl, Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah. So Caitlin uh, gave us a really nice message. She's going through a really hard time at the moment with cancer and is having really aggressive treatment. And she just said, uh, for the time I listened to your podcast, for that moment of time, whatever it is, 40 minutes, an hour, it kind of takes my mind off it. So, so Caitlin, I just want to say this. Um, you're hot. I sent you a lovely voicemail and I just want you to know that I love you so much. And I also want you to know that you can message us whenever you want to and uh, tell us what you want to say on the pod because this is now your podcast. Yeah, fucking And nice. I feel bad for that little fuck of a cancer that's in your body because you're about to beat it up and then you're about to throw it in the bin. Yeah. So to that cancer, I say, fuck you, you fucking gross cunt. A huge fuck you. Fuck cancer. And Caitlin, you're so strong and you're actually quite inspiring. Yeah. No, you're you very inspiring. So we love you, Caitlin. Love you, Caitlin. Now, Will, I've got a fucking bone to pick with you. Sure. So on the story this afternoon, I've had a really big week, right? Like I've worked a lot. Yeah, roll your eyes, cunt. You must have, how much what, did you work this week? No, 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 keep going. Yeah, exactly. And um, No, I, okay, I've got a response to that already then because we're not just going to brush past that. Okay, go then. Congratulations, you worked a normal week for the no, first time No, I didn't, ever. mate. I worked yeah, like did. a fucking 56-hour week. No, you didn't. Yes, I did because I was editing our fucking podcast and doing shit. Anyway- 56 I get home day. from my final fucking day, right? And so at my house, I've got a carport, which is like in the- um, What time is this? I don't know. It was 1.30. Yeah. I, wow, big I had day, an mate. early big finish, mate. Work. And I got a carport that's like in the front garden, then a driveway behind it. So we can fit two cars in there with the people I live with who park there. And Will's parked across the footpath, halfway in the carport, halfway in the driveway. So physically, you cannot fit two cars there. And I'm like, this cunt, like, is he taking the fucking piss? Like, rude, right? My fucking house. I call him. I call you. And guess what you said? I'm not ready to leave yet. I don't give a fuck if you're not ready to leave, bro. Just move your car forward so I can park behind you. I did it out of courtesy because I knew that if I parked in there, you'd park me in and I'd want to leave after five minutes. And you're a big baby. You're a big sook. You would have sat on the couch and you wouldn't have moved and you would have gone, can you move my car forward? No, I me, wouldn't bro? have. Please, I can't no, be bothered. I've had a big day of No, work. I actually wouldn't have. It really pissed me off. And I was this close. I'm not, on the phone. I was a balls dick away from driving to my mum's house. Great. And not recording. Because I was so... I would have recorded because I would have calmed down. I, that really pissed me off. Like, I was have ready to sook, go in mate. there and fucking lose it. Well, have a sook, It's just mate, rude, bro. It's my house, mate. Whatever, why, why are you part... Well, why? What I don't get why you, you do it. on my couch? What about when you leave rubbish when you come to my house? I pick what up my rubbish every time, cunt. All right. N listen. Time, Listen, cunt. you toxic cunt. Stop trying to manipulate and gaslight me. All right, yeah, I fucking went there. Are you You're a little fucking gaslighter. Take responsibility for what you did, and you fucking no. selfishly parked one car across two spots. Brother. Say sorry for it, brother. Just say sorry. No, I'm going to apologize for my actions. Apologize. That was my actus Form Raya. No, say it formally. I'm sorry for the actus Raya. Thank you. But, well, that had a lot of amplification. But, I did it out of consideration for you because no, I no, fuck off, mate. I That's knew not considerate. That you were, 
Bro, it was okay. Well, then come out. And that- when I called you, come out and move your car. And I can park I in the. No, I, I had to call you three times. God forbid, mate. I had to call you three times because you kept eating. hanging up on me. I was eating. It was more. Oh, was what's eating. on the pod today, Will? What's on the fucking pod before I walk out? Oh, pff, mate. Okay. First thing that I want to discuss on the podcast today yep. is that we are doing a very big special charity comedy night. Yes. Uh, that's happening on the 29th of March. So it'll be from when this podcast comes out next Wednesday. Uh, and what is happening is we are getting six people that have never done stand up, my friends and my father. Uh, and they're going to have to perform to 180 people at the Clove Valley Hotel. Tickets are purchasable. Uh, through the link in my Instagram. And uh, you're going to be seeing some advertisement for it. Please buy a ticket. All the proceeds go to charity. And what happens is the six people perform. They will all be given a lesson beforehand by a comedian. That'll be done before the show. Then the winner of the night will be voted by the audience anonymously. And the winner gets to pick what charity all of the money goes to. Pat, have you thought about what charity you're going to choose? Uh, yes, but I'm not sure I'm allowed to say it because then it might influence the crowd votes. Yes, if they, we're going to keep it. Like yes. But I, I do know what charity I'm going to... I don't know specifically the charity, but I know what like area that they, they right. work well, in. Well, maybe fucking think of that, mate, before you get up well, there. Well, I'm fucking thinking of jokes, mate, because I'm fucking getting up there and doing stand-up comedy for the first time. Okay, it's hostile. Let's take a breath. <sighs> and you're my coach. I feel very comfortable with that. How are you feeling? Can I be like fully honest? Yeah, of course. So can. like, obviously I've been speaking about it a little bit. Like I'll go home, mum, I'm doing stand up comedy, right? And like speaking about it or someone will reply to my story, be like, oh, you're doing stand up. Talking about it gives me anxiety. Like I'm not <laughs> even, no, 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 no. I was having a conversation and I legit said, can we please stop talking about it? It's, it's giving me real bad anxiety. Yeah, and it's really taking over my life because whenever <laughs> I have... No, 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 Will. Whenever I have a spare moment, I'm constantly trying to think of jokes and rehearsing in my head. So it's just my whole life is around this stand-up gig and it's giving me constant anxiety. So I'm, it's just non-stop, bro. It's like I'm stuck in this fucking stand-up comedy thing, man. And you're feeling like... It's fucked, bro. I don't do stand-up comedy. That's not me. I don't do it. So, Pat. Will... It's the night of the stand-up. Okay. Down. I swear to God, I just got like, oh, I just got the really? weirdest feeling because really? I put myself there. Nathan's just gotten off stage. He's done, I want to go first. He's done pretty well. You're not first. You're second last. No, that's so mean. Nathan's done pretty well, right? He gets off stage. I get on. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody else, how are we feeling tonight? Are we good? Woo! Alrighty, well, uh, we've got only two more acts left. And our next act, everyone, he is a big lad with a big heart. He's very, very nervous, but uh, he's here to make you all laugh. Show him all the love he deserves. He's the co-host of our podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Pat Clifton. The audience claps and you're walking onto the stage. Shaking. Really? In- no, instant shaking. Um, no, 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 Will. You know when at your comedy show in Wollongong when I announced you on stage? Yeah. My legs were shaking. Really? That, yeah, I think I might have to sit down. Okay, or just have a chair. No, I think pathetic. I might need to have a chair there just to kind of reset. Are you serious? Yeah. Bro, I'll full be shaking on stage. Bro, 180 <laughs> people, man, standing up, making them laugh. It's a fear of mine. It's bit- and you- and people, you people I've spoken to like, like, oh, you're pretty funny, Pat. It's like, mate, is it just between being funny? And doing stand-up comedy. It's an art. Stand-up comedy is an art. Your parents aren't going to come. They're not coming. No chance. Why? I'm not letting them come. Oh, bro, you have to. No. Do they know that you're doing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum said, so proud of you. Love you. Uh, I haven't asked. Oh, bro, they're coming. (sighs) Anyway, guys, if you want to see me miserably fail, nah, I'm going to crush it. If you want to see me crush... Pat's going to do really well. We're going to put the link to the tickets in our Instagram bio as well. You would podcast. Yeah, it'll so be in our link tree. In the link tree. It'll be in there. It'll be in one of both of ours. You know, um, go look for it because it's for a really good cause. Whatever that cause may be, we are raising money for charity. Yeah. And uh, it's just going to be hilarious. And a big shout out to Getaways New South Wales who, who oh. gave me a message once I posted about it and wanted to donate $1,000 to whichever charity wins. 
And he said, to be to be honest, mate, I couldn't do it sober, so I'm going to throw a little bar tab in for you too. $500 bar tab that he's yeah. put up for everybody, all the performers, and $1,000. I think I'm going to drink a $500 worth of that bar tab And you know myself. what? It is sponsored by Getaways as well. Yeah. And that's Getaways with a Z. Yeah, New South Wales. And uh, check it out. They have some sick houses. And the yeah. owner is probably the biggest legend of all time. Fuck so yeah. Go check them out. All right, Will. Hey, Pat. So we did a segment two episodes ago called Change My Mind, and you you said H. You said H, not H, right? Yeah, and I think based on sort of- oh, I don't care about results. I'm ready to give you one. Sure. I won the last one. One nil to me. Chocolate belongs in the freezer. <gasps> oh. Wait, fridge, right? Fr no, freezer. 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 What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocolate belongs in the freezer, dude. Oh, oh, oh. Dude, straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fridge. No, no, no. Freezer. The one where you put your ice cubes in that. Oh, oh fucking hell. I'm going to say cupboard, lad. Nah. Yeah, Chocolate bro. in the cupboard? Yeah, lad. Melted? No, it doesn't melt. It's been fucking hot the last few days. No, you no, no, me no, your bro, chocolate I'm hasn't melted? Room temperature straight from the straight from the aisle of Woolies or Coles. No. Yeah, I want to be like chipping my teeth. On the chocolate. That's insane, bro. Re you reckon? Okay, can I, can you give me, you start it, so you give me your points as to why. It's cold. Like, it's just so nice when it touches your tongue. It's like, ah, yeah, like fresh fucking cold chocolate, yum. And then the crunch of it is just like, so like, you really got to bite down to get that shit. And it's just so, so much better. Okay, I'm going to say something. The ridges in the, let's say we're talking a standard Cadbury block, you know, like the ridges of the little squares, trying to bite into that and my teeth start to hurt and you try and like, Thaw out like a block. Yuck! I it's very that. hard to break when yeah. it's in the freezer. See, it's so very don't give fucking break. cons already because I can't think of a single con for in the. In well, the you know what the pro of not being able to break it is? What you get to eat the whole block. That's a con, mate. No. Here's my room temperature ones. The flavor, the essence, what you're going for. It's meant to be there. Can I give an example? I give recently got last week a cream egg block of chocolate. Well done. I had it in the fridge. Good Took for a bite. You. Could barely taste like the cream egginess. It was Aww. more like weird. Took Poor it out Will. of the fridge, Aww. put it in the cupboard, and wow. it was runny. The cream egg, I could taste the flavor. Chocolate, the fridge makes it cold, but it limits the actual flavor. Okay, but most chocolates don't have filling. Like hazelnut chocolate, my personal favorite in the freezer, hello. Sure, I get that because it's like a hard block and it's got hello. the hard nuts in there. I give that. I saw something insane, bro. Don't. Insane. Don't. I know this is fucking crazy. Don't. And I'm going to go ahead and say that it may have been our roommate, Nathan. Left uncooked chicken in the fridge for like eight years. Well, that was just an, a travesty. I'm actually going to talk about that later in an am I wrong segment am, and am I in the wrong. Okay. But I saw Nathan put a packet of chips in the fridge. What? A packet of chips? What? Just like Smith's, whatever you call them, crisps in the fridge. Why? Like, what was his reasoning? Was it a brain snap? To or keep like, it in there. What, so cooler. that'd stay fresh? Yeah, fresher. What do you mean cooler? I know. What? Chip, crunchy, cold chips. Yuck. Disgusting. And you know when you put something in the fridge and it tastes like everything else in the fridge? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's got that- That's another reason why chocolate's not good in the fridge or freezer. No, freezer, bro. Because everything- You don't get that flavor from the freezer because everything's frozen, sure, everything's so you don't so have cold. that, like- um, Am I in the wrong here with Nathan? So Nathan likes to leave chicken- He'll he'll put it in a Tupperware container and not put a lid on it. He'll just put a little leaf of Glad wrap over it. So what happens is when you open up the fridge, the smell. It is insane, the smell. It's like this weird rancid meat sort of smell. So after having it in there for a day and not working out what it was, I realized it was Nathan's chicken. Nathan's been gone for the weekend. I threw the chicken out. I was under the belief. I threw the chicken out because I'm not having it stink out. I'm not having it stink out my fridge. I was under the belief he'd just cooked it. He had just cooked it. Yeah. That's what he I cooked got told. It. No, no, no. He had just cooked it, but not that day. Oh, okay. Okay. He'd cooked it, put it in the fridge, gone away for the whatever, the weekends. I'm, I'm stuck there smelling this shit. I throw it straight out. He's back the next day. Where's my chicken? Throwing it out, mate. Fuck. Put, put a fucking lid on it. And fucking take re fucking responsibility. Dude, our fridge was full over New Year. So Jackson left like Uber Eats and Thai food and shit in there for like a month, right? And I was like, bro, surely this cunt's going to take it. Didn't take it. So I threw it all out. Like two days later. Two days later Lachlan's, after being in there for a month. Yeah, after I'd thrown it out. Yeah. Lachlan's girlfriend came over. 
and she ordered Thai food to my unbeknowings and she didn't finish it and put it in the fridge. How long ago did she do that? Like that, that like that night. Like she just put it in the fridge. Okay, so yeah. like it's like it was still warm kind of. Yeah. And I get home and I open the fridge and I see it in there and I was like, fuck, how did I miss that? I, I thought it was Jackson's tie. So I put it in the bin. <laughs> and then I, go, I leave again. Like I'm home later and she put on this full act. Like she pretended to be heaps dirt. Yeah, you were there. You were all yeah. in on it. We were all in on yeah, it. Yeah, and I you? felt so fucking bad. Because she's the nicest human the in nicest the world. The nicest person in the world. Like she legit had one. So we've got Sprite, no sugar in our fridge. And like she legit had one bottle. Like yeah. so fucking what? Like who cares? And one little Easter egg. Bro, I get home the next day. She stacked our fridge with a whole case of Sprite No Sugars <laughs> and all these Easter eggs. I was going to say your ha- your fridge looks like really well stocked. I was like, surprised. Yeah, it's because of Lachlan's my fucking muscle chefs and Yvette stocked us up for drinks, which was lovely of her. And she went full like, no, what the fuck? Fuck's yeah, she, she, re- I was she, yeah she full. I've never felt so uncomfortable in a long time. I f- She's just such a nice human, bro. I felt so bad. You should. Yeah. It's fucking awful. Well, um, I, my mind has not been changed. And if anything, I feel like I kind of changed your own mind. No, no. Chocolate in the freezer, bro. Till I die. So this segment um, is, we all love our mums. We all love our mums. And in this segment, I want to see how far we can push the love of our mothers. How much will they truly do for us? So Pat and I are going to call our respective mums and ask for the biggest possible favour we can think of. And we'll see, I guess you win if your mum agrees to it. Yeah, okay. Um, What are you going to ask? I'm going to tell my mum I need her actual car because I need to film an ad in Sydney and I forgot about it and I need her to drive down to Barrel. Okay. I need her to drive from Barrel to Sydney, which is about an hour and a half, so that I can use her car for a brand deal. Yeah, okay. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck me. So I think I'm going to call my mum and ask if she can lend me $500. <laughs> I say mum. Because whenever I'm like, like I'm going on a date, she's like, okay, well, don't spend too much money on a girl you don't know yet type thing. You know what I mean? So I might call and be like, mum, like there's this girl I really like. I'm taking her on a first date. Like I want to get like a hotel and take her to this really nice restaurant. Like could I borrow $600? No, no, you should tell her. Tell her that. Tell her that the girl booked the hotel and you said you'd paid her back and you didn't realize how much it was going to be and that it's six hundred dollars and that you're in debt to this girl. You need to pay her back because you really like her and you don't want to look broke. Okay. 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 So what do I say? I say. So you say. I, I promised this girl I'd take her in a hotel. She ended up booking it, and I promised I'd pay her for and it. And I realized it'd be so much. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> hey mum, how are you? Good, sweetie, you? I'm good, thank you. I'm just at Toby's about to watch the footy. Okay. Um, the go the go roosters. Go the oh, come on. Hey, I've got a embarrassing and big favour to ask. Yeah. So I took this girl out, right? Yeah. And I really liked her and I said we'd get like a hotel and she booked it and I said I'd pay her back, but I didn't realize how much it would be. And now I owe her $600 and I can't let her think that I'm broke. So I need to borrow money and I promise I'll pay you back. I haven't got $600 for a hotel. But it's, she's already paid. I don't want, I really like, her. I don't want to think I'm like broke. Well, why would you do that? I don't know. I just really liked her. Well, that's silly to do. I know. Have you seen your car? What do you mean if she's seen my car? But she knows you haven't got money if she's seen your car. It's filth. No, obviously I didn't show her. I, borrow, I borrowed Will's Audi to pick her up. Oh, don't do that. Well, what am I going to do? Well, be yourself. Well, I, I can't afford it. Uh, well, I haven't got it, Pat. I'm bloody broke. Fuck. Oh, I read Joe coming up. What hotel did she book? The Shangri-La. Oh. She's really like, she likes... Like she, she's like a good taste. Yeah, she got good taste. I know, but I said I'd pay. Well, when did you go give it? By Friday, next Friday. Well, can't you? I'll go halves. Oh, you're so nice, Mum. I'm joking. We're on the podcast. You are. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> that was so nice of you to say you'll go halves. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> 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 I'm going to curse you. 
She's got good taste. <laughs> Thanks for telling everyone how shit my car is as well. <laughs> and your dirty sheep. Oh, okay, okay, that's enough. <laughs> Love you, Mumbo. Love you both. <laughs> that was brilliant, dude. I can't believe she agreed to go halves with me. Halves, 300 bucks. Bro, when you said Shangri-La, I full lost it. <laughs> I was going to I was typing. I was going to say, um, tell her that her boyfriend will come after you. And that she's actually got a boyfriend and that you're like stuck in this like love triangle. Okay. Oh, that's good. I'm going to try my dad and hopefully my mum picks up. You'll have to call back. Mum. No, no, mum. I, I want to talk to you. Yeah. I'm in a really big pickle. And I really, I need a massive favour and this is really annoying. What's the pickle? So I'm doing a brand deal um, and I didn't realise it like just got so close to the end of the date and I said it's for Mercedes and I needed to use Mercedes and obviously you've got one. But I need to like take a video of the Mercedes like under the Harbour Bridge and like it's for a good amount of money. Would you be able to drive down to Sydney and I, so I can film the brand deal? When? Today. Oh, no, I'm cooking down a sausage on the barbecue. Mum, it's it's for a lot of money, though, please. Otherwise, I can't do it, and I'm, I've am i lost the job. You want me to drive back tonight with the car? Yeah, and then I'll film the video. It'll take me, like, it'll take me, like, 15 minutes, and then you can drive back. Well, who else has got a Mercedes? No, no one else. It's the, it's the specific car. Why? Yeah. Oh, stop it. Mum, I promise you. When is the ad? It's due tonight at midnight. Oh, William, this is crazy. I know. I know. It's so dumb. Are you that unorganised in life? Yes. Yes, I am. Leave it with me. Let me have dinner. What's the time? Quarter to seven. It has to be before the sun sets. Well, that's hopeless. I'm not even going to get there before the sun sets. That's hopeless. No. <laughs> i got to edit the video and stuff. What? i got to edit it and everything. Like, please, please, Mum. It has to be. Like, it's... You're absolutely bullshitting. I don't believe you for a second. Mum, I, pro I, I promise you. Well, the sun's already set, mate. Pat's here. De Danny, Danny is, is not joking. We've been asking everyone for a Mercedes. Why don't you two drive down and what if you drive it back? And they use the Harbour Bridge. Bridge. So you're saying no or yes? I'm saying it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, but why don't one of you drive down with the two of you and then you can drive the car back? Because I need a shot of you in the car as well. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fuck, I fucked it. No, I, that was, it's for the podcast. We were calling to see who can get their mum to do the biggest favour for them and you failed. <laughs> I actually I know it was ridiculous. All right, I love you. Enjoy your sausage for dad. You Yeah, yeah, I love you. <laughs> I would actually do that for you. That's how much I Oh, now, oh, now you're now saying you would, it. You, you would just say you know. You're such a fake bitch. I was waiting for I was seriously, I was like I'll just stop finishing my little rosé and I'll time it so that it's 10 to 7 now. I'll have a quick sausage with Dad and I'll drive the car back for you and come back down in the morning. Thanks, Mum. That means a lot. I love you. But I don't believe that for a second. No, no. <laughs> You're so full of shit, babe. No, no. I no, okay. I believe you. I believe you. I would. Honestly, I would do that for you if it meant a big deal and it was Thanks, Mum. I would do that. That's what I'd do for my children. Oh, you're amazing. But you don't deserve it. Oh. Doesn't mean you deserve it. All right, well, thanks, Mum. I love you heaps. <laughs> I love you too. Bye. 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 Oh, I think I win. You won that. I Fuck think I, I win. I should have said before, I should have said, Mum, I know. I forgot you said the washing machine was broken and I went and used it in the whole oh, house. Oh, that's flooded. good. You would have been like, get Toby to fix it. I can't believe how much she switched up once she realised she was being recorded. Like she was the nicest. She so is the nicest fake. lady ever, but I was like, I would have done it. I would have done that. Uh, she was you were, me before. You were cooking Jeremy a sausage and then you were going to take Jeremy sausage. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> so you know how we saw Scream last six. week? Yeah. Scream 6. Great movie. Um, It got me thinking. Mm. It got me really thinking. 
how do you reckon we'd go in a horror movie? Because like some nights I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I would survive. And other times I'm like, mate, you'd be first fucking dead. And I don't know how I'd go. I'll say this. If it's a zombie, I reckon I would die. I'm very happy to admit I'd die. I'd probably be the first infected. I would not make it in a zombie thing. I wouldn't know who to trust. I'd just be really bad. I'd get outrun, especially if the zombies can run, bro. You and I would be fucked. Yeah. Anyway, Pat, it's funny you bring that up because I've got a choose your own adventure horror story for you. Okay. I'm going to read it out. We're going to go with your answers. However, I will say what I would have done and, and, you know, we'll see if you can survive. Oh, so this is going to tell me if I survive this situation. Yes. Like, what do you, so I choose what I do next. Yes. I'm going to read it out and you get options. Do they do those things? Mm -hmm. I've seen it on pornos, like pick the next move. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's sick, mate. This is a terrifying tale of horror. You ready, Pat? Yeah, I'm ready. You're walking through the woods at night and everything's pitch black except for the flashlight on your phone. Before you, there's a path that leads deeper into the woods where your friend's cabin awaits. You've been there before, but never at night time. Keep walking or call your friend. I'm calling, bro, 100%. 100% I'm calling. Yeah, without a doubt. Just to make sure, just to feel confident, yeah. calm. We both agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before venturing off into the dark on your own, you decide to call your friend to see if they can meet you. But as you're dialing their number, you realise that you'll have to turn the flashlight off on your phone if you want to reach them. Turn the light off and call them. Text them instead. Text. It's pitch black, bro. I'm Text. not losing my Yeah, head. yeah, no, I'm texting. Because... I'm. Um, it's just complete darkness. Something could come at me. Yeah, exactly Swear right. Swear to God, I'm exactly shitting right. it. I'm shitting it. Text them instead. Yeah, 100. You decide to shoot them a quick text, but after sending, hey, I'm here, could you meet me halfway? I'm kind of scared, LOL. That's exactly what I'd message. The message fails to send. Oh, no. Great. Just great. That's when you hear the snap of a twig behind you. Oh, fuck off. You turn around, pointing your flashlight at the line of trees, but there's nothing there. You're really freaking yourself out. You better get a move on. The faster you get to the cabin, the better. When you get to a fork in the path, you realize that you can't quite remember which way to go, left or right. Left. You're always a left I'm going man. left. Left it is. You decide to go left. You're pretty sure this is the right way. But as you're walking, things are getting less and less familiar. Sorry, I'm not walking. I'm running. <laughs> I'm running. I'm yeah, running. yeah, I'm fucking running. Just when you're about to turn around, you think you hear something following you along oh, the path. No. So you decide to pick up your speed. Yeah, here we go. The path leads to a clearing and you see two cabins. One of them is painted baby pink and the other looks very old and worn. Through the windows of both cabins, you can see light, which means they're both occupied. Maybe one of them has a landline I can use or at the very least can give me directions, you think. At any rate, you want to get off the path and out of the woods. You're still a little spooked. Pink cabin or old cabin? I know this is the bad choice, but I would choose pink. Can I tell you why I wouldn't choose pink cabin? Yeah. If it's an old cabin, for me, it's giving the vibe of someone that's never really there very much. Maybe it's like a holiday home, like a getaway. They're more normal. If it's pink, they've gone to the effort of living there. They're painting it. Who are those freaks that live there? Yeah. Yeah. I say my thought was it's it might be an elderly person who lives in the old one, the old rundown cabin. You know what I mean? It's, the house has been there for a while. So quite friendly. But I'm just going to go pink because it gives me the vibe of young family with a kid. Really, a yeah. pink house in the middle of nowhere is yeah, giving you the vibe they're, of they're young pain, family. They're it for their little baby, yeah. You're a, what, what fucking family paints their entire house for their kid? I would do it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Family man, baby. So against every single f- intuition you've got, against everything your body's telling you, you're going pink. Yep, pink. Right. You start to walk in the direction of the pink cabin, you climb the porch and you knock on the door. A sweet old lady in a nightgown answers the door. Hello there, she says. Why, you look frightened half to death. Are you okay? Hi, I seem to be a bit lost. I was looking for my friend's cabin and I got turned around and my phone has no service. Could I use your phone? I'm sorry, I don't have a phone, but I probably have an old map somewhere. I'm accepting it. What? Very cautiously. Very, I, I love it. Old, old ladies just have an appeal to them. They're so lovely and nice and caring. And you know what it is as well? Just seeing another face. Yeah, is... 
is nice. Is enough for me to be like, oh, yay. Don't get me wrong. I'm staying cautious. Like, I'm on my toes. Okay. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, uh, you know what? A warm cup of tea doesn't sound half bad. Tea would be amazing, you say. And she leads you through the house and into the living room where a warm fire is burning in the fireplace. I'm so happy I chose this. Please make yourself at home, she says. I'll be right back with the tea. So the old lady leaves you alone. Mm -hmm. She goes off and makes her tea. You have a look around and on the wall you see two photos. One is a black and white picture of a young boy and the other is of the old lady, but when she was much younger. Mm -hmm. In the photo, she's an old-fashioned nurse. Then you notice- Makes me feel so comfortable that she's a nurse. Really? Yeah, so comfortable. Then you notice an empty terrarium in the corner of the room. What's that? It's like, you know how an aquarium is water? Oh, Terrarium's yeah. like nature. No, no, yuck. Like a nature thing. Yuck, I hate, ugh. You go and have a look. There's some dirt and a branch, but it's empty, basically, oh, good. from no what spiders. you can see. But as you take a closer peek, the old lady interrupts you. Here's your tea. Thanks, love. You take a long sip, and instantly your fear is gone. You're feeling warm and happy. The old lady sits in a rocking chair across from you and smiles, but there's an awkward silence. To fill it, you decide to ask about the empty terrarium, the photo of her and a nurse, or the photo of the boy. Her as a nurse. You reckon? Get yeah, to know yeah, her. Yeah, get to know her. Because her son might have passed away if it's the boy. You know what I mean? You don't want to step on her toes. You used to be a nurse, you ask, and take another sip of tea. Oh, yes. But that was a long time ago. I loved the job. But then, well, there was an accident and I couldn't work anymore. You respond, I'm sorry to hear that, or accident. I'm sorry to hear that. Really? Yeah, You're just I'm not, like, fuck Don't you. get me wrong, I'm so intrigued to know, but it's her personal life. Wow, brother, that's nice. I'm sorry to hear that, you say, and hope that you don't, in hope that you don't bring up a sore subject. It's okay, she says. I still find ways to keep up the old work. Oh, no. As she speaks, your head starts to swim a bit and the edges of your vision start to blur. Maybe I'm hungry, you think. Oh, yeah? What work, you ask, shaking away that weird feeling in your head. Oh, I love to work with the human body. Oh, for fuck's sake. She's either a sex addict or a murderer. Smiling wider until you can see every single one of her yellow teeth. Unfortunately, (sighs) the hospital didn't see my work for the art it was, and they fired me. The human body, you echo. You look down to your cup of tea and see the remnants of some fine powder at the bottom of a cup. It's not sugar. But you'll understand my art, won't you? You're my newest subject. Try to want, run or succumb to sleep. Try to run. You can't just succumb to sleep. Yeah, what? Give up. Yeah, what? That's not- Quitting's not an option. You try to make a run for it, but only manage to make it a few steps before falling onto the floor. Oh, nice one, Pat, you fucking cockhead. Wake up is your only option. No shit. When you wake up, you realise that you're strapped down onto a cold metal table in a dark room. Are you ready to get started? The old lady says. I can make sure they never run away from me again. She steps towards you and places the blade on your right kneecap. Oh, no. She soars into your Ah! flesh. Yeah. Ah! This continues on until you're dead, the end. No, it's not. Yeah, the end. You died. You lost. Mate, why the fuck would you accept an offer from a creepy old lady in a pink cabin? Well, you didn't say she was creepy. Just an old lady. Old ladies aren't creepy. Did you not hear the... Old ladies aren't creepy. No, they're lovely. All right, well, you died. That's fucked, dude. I was expecting, like, an axe murderer or something. She was, kind of. She was an old, wrinkly murderer. She was a cock murderer. It's a good way to go, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pat, I have a conspiracy theory for you. You're a very big conspiracy theory bloke. Um, Yeah, I guess so. You love them. I love them. I'm not like... But I'm not like one of those people who's like the world's flat and shit. I just enjoy a conspiracy theory. Sure. Yeah. I don't really have opinions. Whether you believe them or not, you like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my conspiracy theory is to do with the ocean. Ooh. Now, Pat, what do I love to do more than anything? And I do it every day. Swim. I swim. Yep. In the ocean. In the ocean. I believe that yeah. it's just my way of like clearing my head. I feel one. Therapeutic. It's therapeutic. If I was a snake oil salesman, I'd just bottle up salt water and sell it. And but I your biggest fear 
is being stuck out in the ocean in pitch black, like on a boat or something. My biggest fear is looking, if I had a pair of goggles and I just look down into the ocean and I can't see the bottom and it just goes on and on and on, my I'll spiral. Right? Or like being on a ship in the pitch black ocean Being on or a ship yeah. in a pitch black like an ocean. an oil rig or something. The worst job I could ever have is a deep sea fisherman on those boats, right? Yeah. I shout theory, out to them. Shout out yeah, to them, bro. They're me. living the life. Yeah. Imagine like trying to wank on board that thing. Dude, like, you probably wouldn't even have to move your hand because the boat would rock that much. Yeah, literally, be doing you just it for you. On it and you just take them for a fucking ride, man. Probably the best wank of your life. <laughs> um, my conspiracy theory is this. Have you heard... This isn't my... This, sorry, but Have you heard of the saying, and it's a fact actually, we know more about space than we do our own oceans? Did you yeah, 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 yeah. Our own oceans. We've yes. explored more of space than the ocean. It's like ninety-five percent of the ocean isn't discovered or so. something. Not like discovered half, or like yeah, something like half of isn't the ocean. like being touched or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't get. Apparently, there. there's a new ocean that's going to be discovered in Africa as well. By the way, really? Yeah. Well, anyway, in Africa, on. I thought yeah, they yeah. had no water. Will I thought? <laughs> where is it? They just oh. found an ocean in the in Africa. Bro, you, what do you mean they got no water? You can't drink ocean water. No, no, I get that, bro, but you can have a purifier, can't you? No, but sorry. Fuck, no, that's actually a good point. Yeah, where's this water? You I just don't know. boil it, lad. Anyway. Yeah, I actually don't know. Bless up. My theory is that um, there's something down there that In the, the government knows, yeah, and, and they're hiding it from us. And I purely believe that there are aliens and species down there that could, if they wanted to, rise up to the surface and enslave humanity. And I think we must have come across them one day and struck a deal and said, we will never interrupt your going-ons and you will never interrupt our going-ons. We'll leave your ocean as it is. Okay, and do you think it's in the Bermuda Triangle? Well, that's a really interesting point, isn't it? Is that the gateway to their kingdom? Is that it? Yeah. Because I just think like, it's weird to think that we have enough technology to survive up in space where you can fucking launch a rocket mm. and you can fly around. But Jeff we Bezos has been up there, bro. Bro, Jeff Bezos has been up there, he's, bro. He's been up there. And you're telling me we can't go down a few meters? Yeah. The, the, apparently it's too much pressure and everything cracks. 2023. I'm sorry, mate. We're going out of the stratosphere and we're not cracking. We're going out of the stratosphere. I'm sorry, 2023... I rented a car in LA that started with my fucking phone. And, and it drove for you. It drove for me. I had an application. I'd hit a button. The thing would turn turn on and meet me where I wanted it to. And I'd hop in it. We've got lights that tell you how long you've got till you can cross. That's how far advanced we are. Like, I'm sorry. What's, what, what's the go? And You're we can't, me I can't go down a couple We can't go meters? a few meters down? Well, we can go a few meters down, but we can't go very far. Come on. What happens? I don't know. That, so my, my theory is that there are creatures. Do you, Okay, right now, agree or disagree with my theory? Disagree. Why? Oh, it's just, one, mainly for the fact I don't want to believe it because that's scary. Two, what's the deal? Like, okay, so you say they've struck a deal, right? Yeah. We won't touch you and you can't touch us. Yeah. But you said that you think they could slave humanity. I reckon they could. So yeah. why would they just stay belittled in the ocean if they could well, slave maybe the they whole don't world that, and have us? Maybe they don't know that. Maybe they don't know the breadth of their, their true, true potentials. True potential. But I think it's like fish like people. Like, have you not seen those videos where people like go down there and then you see like footage of like giant yeah, squids? It's edited now. That's what. Can't trust no one. Bro, giant squids. Think back prehistoric times, megalodons, all oh, those no, things. No, 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 prehistoric. Megalodons still exist. I'm 100% on that. Bullshit. That's my theory. 100%, dude. Explain I'm 100% that megalodons still exist. Explain I that. have this fantasy for megalodons. Okay. Dude, it's crazy. I don't have like scientific backing, <laughs> but like I'm obsessed with megalodons and I think they're still out there. Dude, it's not like, think about it. 95% of the ocean undiscovered or whatever it is, whatever the fuck the number is. Dude, it's like they're the size of like double-decker bus. It's big, right? But- there's plenty of room for them to be roaming. Oh my God, I just had a shiver. Imagine just like where me and you're just under the water scuba diving and you just see from behind me a megalodon. Eats, bro. You wouldn't even get bitten. Their mouth is that big. You would just swim into it and get shat out. I'd die. No. You got oxygen in oh, there. Oh, dude, I'm bro, full like a little out, Bro, their, their mouth would be so... They're the size of a double-decker bus. You know, I used You to could have... just swim in there, bro, have a little look around. Their tooth would be bigger than you. And then you just go, thanks, brother, and swim out. Dude, I used to um have fears when I was a kid in the shower. Imagine this. You're in the shower mm. and you're just showering. And then like look down at the shower floor. And then imagine suddenly the sh the flat the shower door floor just goes like dun and it becomes like glass. 
and you're just looking down and there's a shark just swimming up to you. Oh, I've never had that one. I used to get Bruh. scared in the pool. Oh, swimming I'm more in the scared pool. of sharks in the pool than I am yeah, in the ocean. Yeah, I'm you, so scared of sharks in the ocean. Do you remember those grates? Like, at, remember the UNSW pool? I don't know if you ever swam there, but no. do you remember those like grates in pools where if you swam down, you could say they looked like little jail bars? Oh, I've yes. I've, think, I've, seen, I've seen them in some pools. I just poke myself in the eye. Um... Yeah, I used to think that sharks were kept in there and they would open up and a shark would swim in. I used to think sharks were in the pool filter. You know, the little filter on the side? Oh, a thousand And when percent. I was doing swimming lessons, I used to gun it past that, bro. Like, yeah. so fucking, like, Ian Thorpe quick. Yeah, and then oh, once I got past it, I was, hey, it's chilling. And then you come back to it again and then 10 you seconds fucking later boom, and you're boom, fucking boom. freaking yeah, out yeah, again. Yeah. Fuck, but um, I disagree with your theory. Um, I think if they had the capabilities they would know it by now, they would have slaved us all. Okay, forget all that stuff. I just think... Forget like those specifics. What I'm saying is the government knows more about the ocean than it's letting on. Yeah. It's hiding secrets from us. Yeah. I think and they're hiding secrets about everything. There. Yeah. It's like that's Area right. 51, dude. That shit's fucked. Yeah. That can be another pod. Yeah. That's for another day. Now, Will. Pat. Wow. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. And everyone else. And everyone else. You've just got this amazing update for us all and i'm so happy for you on the love life yeah fuck you on the love life um well when we last chatted with jackson i was about to see him for again the, for like you just seen him for fourth, the second date no you yeah. just seen him the second time just saw him for a second time and then we we're about to do like a, a weekend together we we're about to spend a week and we were all going to meet him and we stuff were, everyone was going to meet him um pat before we go on with my actually no i'm not going to tease it any longer I have a boyfriend. <laughs> wow. Crazy. Wow. Congratulations. Man. Happened very fast. Fuck yeah. But, um, you know, I was, I, I knew I was going to ask him and I knew I had those feelings. When it's right, it's right. And I, I had a date in mind when I was going to ask, but he um, asked me before. He asked me, bro. Yeah, massive. Who the fuck would have thought that would ever yeah, happen? Yeah, that's a, that's a plot twist right there. That is the plot that's twist. That's a huge plot twist. Now, Pat. The, the question is, and look, I know people often say, oh, I don't care what my mates think. I, I do. What were your expectations before meeting him? What were your expectations on he, him and I's dynamic and how was it different and how is it the same? I want to get the, all the tea from um, you. Well, I didn't really know how the dynamic would be. Like, I, I wasn't going in there with any expectations or what to think. Even like, based on past dynamics you've seen or past? No, no, no. I wasn't because I backed you when you said, no, he's really different. I okay, did back yeah. you. So I was just like, yeah, I'll take I'll take his word for it. And if it's not, then I'll find out yeah. soon enough. So he comes down from Wollongong and I met him. And fuck, man, he's just the nicest dude. Like, he's Bro. just like, he's the type of guy who I could go have a beer with without you there. You know what I mean? 100%. And obviously I've only met him once, but like we had a fucking romper of a night. Yeah, it was mad. And it was just really cool. It wasn't like, oh, we're with... Uh, our crew and Will's boyfriend. It's like, oh, just with everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it wasn't like a, he was just there as your boyfriend. He was there yeah. as like, it wasn't like he was having to, like when you went to the bathroom, I sat in your seat and you came back and sat on the other side of him and oh, made yeah. him with you. It wasn't like it's Will, you're babysitting him. You know what I mean? It was fucking mad. I, re I really like him. He's yeah. a good guy. He's eh? a cool dude. And yeah. it was a fucking fun night. Oh, bro. I, f I still felt fucked last night. That's how bad it was. Pat had such a bad hangover that the night, the day after, he spent all day in his pitch black room till eight thirty when then we went and watched a movie. Yeah. Um, Pat, how did you feel in terms of um, what you might have done in a club that night? Um, look, because I'll tell you what I saw. Wasn't my proudest moment. Yeah, cause I, I, so <laughs> I didn't drunk in a while, and I just thought, fuck it, I let my hair down, and when I drink, I drink, right? So for Pat, it takes 40 standards to get drunk. No, it doesn't take me that to get drunk, but that's what I would drink. Yeah, and Pat I would, would drink 40 fucking standards drunk. in a night, which and, is fucking insane. And um, I drank them. I drank them. And it was dumb. And you're going to have to recall this story because I remember very vague parts. So here's what happened. Uh, we went to Universal, which is probably the only club I'll ever go to. I love it there. I feel at home. It's a gay bar and it's very accepting. And there's people of... All different kinds. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It's not it's cool. I like it there too. It's a great spot. Now, um, I'm there with Sam and we're there with Gus and Jackson and a, a big crew and it's really fun. Um, we're on the dance floor and we're cutting loose. Yeah. We're really getting we're into cutting it. Shapes, Everyone's bro. having fun. I'm I'm having a sharing a kiss on the DF, which I love to do. And we're just we're just living it up. Yeah. I am kissing Sam. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Also known as boyfriend. Boyfie. I'm kissing Sam. I pull out of the kiss. 
I look past Sam to my two o'clock and I see Pat kissing a girl. I think, good on him. Good on him. I kiss Sam for another minute. No, not even another minute. I kiss Sam for another five seconds before I kind of instinctively pull away again. Pat is now hunched over. I'm going, God, Pat's about to. And then I hear, oh, and then bang. Pat falls on this girl. I don't know if you lost your balance, brother. Or if she lost hers, but you toppled over, bro. <laughs> fuck! And everyone, it was like those movies, everyone dispersed. Yeah, it was so fun. But not only that, Pat, you helped her up and then you looked straight Did over. Did I help went, her up? Yeah, you helped her up. Also, the, two people helped the both of you up. And then you turned around and said, want to come back to mine? No, that's not what happened. Yeah, and then she went, no, 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 I'm no, all I good. remember this. No, 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 no. I got overly embarrassed, so I turned around and I walked away to try hide in our little circle. Yeah. She grabbed my arm, turned me back around, and started kissing me again. That's nice. Yeah. So I was like, okay, sweet. Like, man. And then you said, come and back to mine. And I was like, yeah, do you want to stay at mine tonight? She said, no. She said, no. And I, then you, you called up another girl and she did, which is mad. That's sick. Yeah. So, Pat, what's your love life? I'm going to Morgan Wallen this week. Wednesday night, baby. That is so and exciting. I'm actually going on a first date to Morgan oh! Wallen. Yeah, so I've never met the girl I'm going with, which is really interesting. And um, I'm just obsessed with Morgan Wallen. He's my favorite artist. And she was like, you want to go? As I mentioned a couple of podcasts ago, and I was like, yeah, fucking oath. Like, I want to go. Like, I love him. She goes, yeah, i got two tickets. Let's go together. Because none of her friends liked him. And I was like, done. So I'm going on a... First date to Morgan Wallen. How do you think the date will go? No matter what, it's going to be good because I'm seeing Morgan Wallen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just hope I'm not too like, because I, you know, I sing, right? Like I like to scream. Yeah. Like I hope I'm comfortable enough to really belt out the songs I want to belt out. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know what I mean? You want to be yourself. But she's a cool girl. Obviously we've spoken stuff. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not, I'm, I'm, I'm not kind of seeing it as a date. You know what I mean? It's like moment. I'm just kind of going like a girl we've been speaking to, like we've just been having conversations. We get along really well. There's no pressure of she like, got the tickets. this is a date. Yeah, she got the tickets for us, which I obviously paid her for. And then it was just kind of like, I'm just going there with a girl who I get along with. Like she's cool. We're going nice. to go li- watch. Well, we're very more. excited to hear Maybe the we get her on uh, next week yeah. and see how it went. How funny Wednesday we've got the Morgan Wallen, then the following Wednesday, it's your worst nightmare. So it's Dude, quite a fun little... I've got a fucking big couple of weeks. I've got Morgan Wallen on Wednesday, then th- mm. Friday, I've got Jordan's birthday. Saturday, I've got an engagement party. Then Wednesday, I've got comedy. Pace yourself, brother. Pick where to drink. All of them. Okay, advice segment. So... I love these. I love doing this. Me and Pat are going to give everybody some advice. Thank you for everybody that put in their questions, queries, and concerns. You will be kept anonymous. Please do not worry about that. You'll be kept anonymous. Unless you request to be... Yeah, unless you request to be... Public. Here we go. First one. Okay. I want to break up with my girlfriend. Shit. But she's been having a tough week and I don't want to make it worse completely understand that. I That's a big one. I completely understand that. I think this is what I think. I think you've got to do it while she's at her lowest. No. Whoa. Yep. No. Because when, okay, when I'm in a bad place, I'm thinking, okay, it can only get better, right? So I don't want to get better than be put back down to that bad place. I honestly think just be honest and find the right time. If you help her through it, that's kind of maybe leading her on and giving her false hope that there's a relationship after this. Maybe just about, look, babe, I'm going to be here for you throughout all of this, but I'm also don't think I'm prepared to continue this relationship. Okay. I would probably, if, if she's had a bad week, like depends on the severity, but like I would maybe just ride out that week. Like you, you obviously respect each other a lot. You've been together. Just, it's not like she's having, it's not like, it's not like, you know, it's going to continue for a year and you're, you're stuck in it. Just ride out the week, sit down and have the conversation. I think she deserves for you to be there just for this week. Yeah. That's the least you could do in my opinion. And then, yeah, just be like, I am there. I'm, I, I'm there for you. But um, at the end of the day, her happiness is not your responsibility. And I know that's hard. And like, obviously you feel that because you've um, been with them for so long and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, blank page, your happiness, her happiness is not your responsibility. You can be there to support her, but that's a good one. I would ride out the week. I live alone but I'm now looking into share houses to save a bit of money. Is this a big mistake? 
Wow. So I would say immediately try and move out with friends and people that you know. Yeah. Um, if you don't, this is from a female mm-hmm. or female identifying. Um, this, I would say there are pages that you can go on on Facebook that are for people that are like female There's also and apps. queer and stuff like that. Yeah, There's so also apps. apps. So if you are looking to share houses, make sure you're using those like safe space ones so that you're going to like a good place. Um, and don't live with Pat because he'll make your room and he'll just, he'll have big air cons on and he'll just fucking be annoying. So don't live with Pat. Um, I would say, yeah, if you really need to say, like if it's really going to, get to the point where you're saving a lot of money and you need to do it, do it. Um, before you go, definitely go on the apps, but I would be catching up with them a few times before you move in. So say you connect with someone. I'm not sure how the apps really work. I'm guessing you connect with them and be like, hey, do you want to go grab a coffee and, you know, maybe I'll pop around and see the house and then sit with them for an hour and have a chat, you know what I mean? And really, because like, there's no point rushing into it. At the end of the day, you're fucking living with them. You're like, living with them and, you, yeah, the last thing you want is to be with people that I you would treat it almost like. like a like a date in a way, you know what I mean? Like go Ooh. try, try meet up with them, have a coffee, see if you guys, I mean, you don't have to be best fucking friends, but you want to get along obviously. And, um, and maybe see him once or twice and then go from there. That's a good one, Pat. About to be 20 and have never been in a relationship before. How do I approach guys? Female. Okay. So she's female. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, do you want to go first? I would say this. I only just got into a relationship. I'm 24. This is my first boyfriend I've ever had. I'm 24 years old. Um, I, always knew when I was speaking to different guys and other guys that it wasn't quite right. I could always feel like mm, not, maybe not this person. And, you know, I, I just, I honestly did start to give up. I was like, fuck this. I couldn't give a shit. But isn't she saying she doesn't know how to approach them? She doesn't even know how to get to that stage. Of even talking? Yeah, I believe I, I believe that's how yeah, I sure. feel if she's not approach, if she doesn't know how to approach. Um. Okay, well, let's peel it back even further. Do you have a thought then for that? Um, my first thought was um, probably not the right thing to do. Get into it's a not very mature, and it was just like a couple old photos. <laughs> oh, what like someone's? Yeah, old if you photos. like the look of a guy, just like a couple old photos. No, I'm not. Don't do that. It's a good I think telltale. Get on any sort of dating app that is most comfortable for you, and make it so uniquely yourself, so that anyone who matches knows that it is you. Don't try and like make it appealing for anyone. And I just think. Babe, you're hot. Like, let them come to you. And also, just by being yourself and putting that energy out there, people find that hot, I think. Don't change to try. Yeah, people find that really cringe. Definitely don't change at all. Because then if you get in a relationship, then what, you're never going to be your true self around them. Definitely dating apps, 100%. But just so you know, I didn't go on my first proper date till I was like, I don't know, I think I went on one date when I was like 18 or two. That's when I was 18. And then like, I I reckon 22 I was dating. So... Like, I did it really old. Don't feel like, oh, I'm only 20. Like, still super yeah, young. Like, I 100%. just got into my first relationship and it happened randomly. So I just think live your life and it'll come to you. 100. Thank you for everybody that put in their suggestions. If yours didn't get read out, we will be keeping them and we'll be answering them on another week. Yes. Uh, so please tune in for that. And that brings us to the end of another episode of You Wouldn't. Yeah, it does. What a fun and lovely time. Shout out to our mums. Shout out to our mums. Please, uh... Get tickets and watch Pat perform because I just Please think that'll do. be amazing. And uh, take care of yourselves and have a fabulous week. Shout out, Caitlin. We love you. Caitlin, you're hot and we love you so much. Fucking oath. Mwah. Mwah.